Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Tigers win. Tigers win. But not without a cost. Um, Man. 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 I um I would sacrifice limbs of my body to have Gavin Duga back on this team 100% healthy. That that stings, man. That stings. So Tigers beat Kentucky. We'll touch on it. We'll go through any by any, like we always do on these post games. Our internet is back and it looks to be fixed. No more streaming issues. Thank the good Lord. Hopefully, knock on wood. Uh, but we'll talk about some things that went well, some things that maybe we I didn't like um, tonight that maybe can be looked at and improved upon. A lot of people talking about Paul Skeens. I mean, look, man, I, I might even go on Rafino's rants on that. I, I don't know what what to even say about that. So we'll, we'll touch on that. I thought Riley Cooper looked good to an extent. I, I mean, look, he came in. Um, he did give up an RBI single. Uh, but then the top of the eighth, I, I mean, he had back-to-back -back Ks and then got an out. So... It is what it is. You would hope for Gavin Duga, though it's just a dislocated shoulder. Um, Jeezy says it here as well. He says, hopefully it's just dislocated sh shoulders. Uh, thankfully, SEC schedule gets a little easier after this weekend. You, that it does. Um, but that stinks, man. It, it just really... See, like, what's what sucks about Gavin Duga going down is it's... It doesn't take away from the win completely, but when you get a win like that and then Gavin Duga goes down, you're like, man, like, that, that just stings. Um, also, uh, Zach was really wrong on Cade Beloso. I mean, horrible take. Horrible, horrible take. Uh, I try to tell him to calm down. He never listened, uh, and that's why, you know, he gets he gets demerits because he just, you know, 
he needs to pray for himself. I mean, anyway, so massive top of the first, massive top of the third. You win a couple innings, you, you're up on them, you don't score, you don't really get any offense going. They go to the bullpen, and look, we'll get into all this too. That, Kentucky did not have their ace going tonight. Zach Lee did not go tonight. You you faced a guy that's never started a game, um, this or hasn't started a game this season. The last time he did it, it was last season. He only went four innings. About the same thing of what he went tonight. Um, and, and so, I mean, look, for, for me, for me, um, I, I love the win, but it just stings a little. You know, it, it just it just stings. Uh, Zach Rawl says, are you going to mention gymnastics? Yeah, they're playing for – they're going for a national title. So, absolutely, we're going to talk about them. I, I mean um, – Zach might have to come in and talk about it. I, I look. I got to be open. Uh, I have not paid a lot of attention to gymnastics, and I am sorry for that. I just had way too much going on, um, and that's my fault. I mean, it's just you know, I, I got I got to watch it now. I, I might have to bring somebody on that that has covered it more than I have, but openly, I have not covered women's gymnastics. Maybe I I, I should be. Um, and I apologize for that. I apologize. Uh, let's get to a couple comments. Also, also, I'm going on another Rafino's rants tonight, Zach. Um, I put out my list, and the internet was kind of iffy the last couple days. I had to restart my router. You know, I'm not an IT guy. I'm just a ugly dude with a beard who likes to come and scream in microphones. Um, so I'm going to go back on my rant tonight. A lot of people giving me this Mondo Duplantis thing, and and Mondo maybe should be on there, but I'm not even going to talk about the Mondo Duplantis thing at the end of this. Uh, at the end of this show, um, some of y'all's takes on Joe Burrow are ass. Okay, like we're going to break that down here tonight as well. Don't you ever, and I mean ever, tell me that Xavier Carter be- belongs on a list. When you talk about LSU athletes before Joe Burrow, when Xavier Carter, with all due respect to him, fantastic athlete in his own right, GOAT. GOAT. That man went on a football field and was below average. Joe Burrow accumulated 65 total touchdowns in the SEC and won a natty. Average. That's not average. Y'all stop with that bullshit. Sorry for the word, for sorry for the curse. Not going to do that here tonight. Uh, let's get to a couple comments though. Uh, Bayou Bengal eighty four says, "I just smashed that like button. I appreciate y'all doing that. Yeah, everybody hit the like sh- like button, hit the share." Um, Zach, you says, "Huh? Was that about the Beloso, or was that about the Rafino's rants, or that you get demerits?" Oh, gymnastics. Yeah, I, I just, I, man, I, I can't, I mean, think about it like this, Zach. When they were doing meet, meets, women's basketball was on a way, you know, was playing away. I mean, it's just a lot to cover, man. It's just a lot to cover. I mean, I know the girls that are that are in there, but and, and I see their scores, but like physically watching, and I don't know gymnastics, man. I just don't. Rob Boudreaux says, I hate losing anyone, but at least it's not another pitcher. That's true. But, man, Gavin Dugas is such a massive blow. Such a massive blow. Uh, C. Trey on YouTube says, This lineup, when healthy, is murderer's row. No doubt. I mean, guys, Jordan Thompson's your eight-hole hitter, and he's probably going to hit double-digit home runs. Right? Like, come on, man. Come on. Uh, Thomas on YouTube says, Dugas absolutely took the win out of this win wind out of this win i agree brandon reese says i guess lsu still hasn't played anyone isn't that the truth isn't that the truth holden lee says don't understand that kentucky moved not starting their ace well he wasn't even listed holden zach lee wasn't even listed not our zach lee but the other zach lee the one that can you know is more athletic than our zach lee why we have to be stuck with that i don't know um uh, well i guess i don't really know that nevertheless nevertheless like he's not he's not um uh 
I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, no, they released it. Never mind. He's not even on the Friday uh, he's not even on the Friday Saturday slate. So like they already announced their starters. He's not even on the Friday Saturday slate. So uh why are we we going to start tailgating for gymnastics now or no? I mean, y'all can. Uh, Floyd Davis says, dude, you have several idiots on the podcast. Okay. For your first comment, congratulations. Um, I, let me just tell you this. Hey, Floyd, you, Zach, I, I told y'all I wanted to do this one time. I'm, I might, when people say stuff like this, send them a link to the show and bring them on the platform Okay, or might just do a call in. Might just do a call in. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Anyway, all right, a couple more, then we'll get rolling. Chris Scott says Van Lith smoke is getting serious. That it is. Um, that it is. That it is. Kentucky is ranked fifth as fifth ranked SEC opponent LSU has played so far. It's true. Well, is it true? No, that's not true. Oh, the LSU's played. Yeah, the LSU's played. Yes. I was going to say, Kentucky played Alabama and Georgia. But you're right. I mean, they're the fifth. And they're not a bad team, man. I mean, they, look, they teed off on some on Paul Skeens. What do you think they're going to do to Ty Floyd tomorrow? Hey, what do you think they're going to do to Ty Floyd tomorrow? Come on now. Come on now. Uh, Shelton says, do we know the extent to do guys' injury? I do not. I I, I do not. Yeah, I, I don't get – I see – I saw a comment here about Jordan Thompson. Guys, it wasn't even ruled an error. It's a tough play that he missed. It's a tough play. Jordan Thompson's fine. What's per JJ? Oh, it's a shoulder injury, but no further update. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be a rib. It could be a collarbone. You know what? I mean, and he rolled up on his side, too. Uh, not live. Last one. Uh, tanks at third is not fine. I mean, guys, sometimes you're going to have to give up some of his defense for what he does, does at the plate. All right, Zach, let's talk about our good friends over at GM, uh, GM Vardo and Sons. Bet online. Guys, we're back. In 45 seconds, or a minute, excuse me. We're back in a minute. We'll talk about this baseball game. I'll go over Rafael's rants. I got some football talk I want to talk about, too. We're back next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. AG. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs Right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons. Go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell him you good friend. Play Rafina. Sit you on by. Uh, Floyd says, I'm not talking about your cast. I'm talking about the people making comments. Come on, man. Oh, my bad, Floyd. I, I mean, I, my bad. My bad. I thought, I mean, they're not on my podcast. They're just, I mean, they're just. Dudes in the chat, what you want me to do? 
Uh, Tyler says, not sure if Kentucky bats are that good or Paul Skeens had an off night. All right, so let's start off there. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Um, guys, Paul Skeens had 13 Ks. Um, I told you, and I know it was hard to hear a little bit um, this week with because of our internet issues, but let me just go back through it again. Guys, they have nine dudes. Oh, shoot. Nine dudes coming into the game batting 290 or better. Okay? They literally have Hunter Gilliam, who was hitting 393, and Emil Pitry, who you saw tonight, who we talked about all week, was coming into the series Tommy Tanks-like. Okay? Hitting 360. Now, he's not a power guy, but tonight he went into the... Um, top of the fifth, he had a two RBI double on, uh, Paul Skeens. Um, let me see. And then in the top of the fourth was another two RBI double. So, I mean, look, Paul Skeens did not get a lot of favors tonight from his defense. I mean, look, they didn't rule it in there for Jordan Thompson. You got to roll that. When you don't get the outs that your pitcher is providing for for you, I mean, guys, it's not going to be good. Because if you roll the double play, those first two runs never score, okay? If you pick up the bunt and can throw it to first and not make an error, okay, then possibly you only give up a run, so maybe two runs. And then on a double steal, Alex Malazzo got frozen behind the plate. They had a double steal. A dude stole third on a 99-mile-an-hour fastball on the outside corner to a left-handed batter, and Malazzo had no idea what he was doing. Calm down a little bit with Paul Skeens. We'll go through it. So, in the top of the first, you got a strikeout, fly out into left field, and a ground out to third. In the top of the second, he had a little – got. I mean, he got hit twice. Gave up a single up the middle, but here again. So, Jordan Thompson, I, I did not label it a hit. I'm going to label it on my book as an error. So, an E6, fly out in the right field, then RBI single back up the middle. Thompson uh, – I mean, not Thompson. Dugas slipped, if you remember – so, RBI single, okay, gave up a run, no big deal. He should have been out of the inning anyway, okay? Then he comes back and gets a K and a K. So, then you go to the top of third. No issues. Top of the order. Uh, guy went down looking for Kentucky, fly out in the left field, and another K. Let's go to the top of the fourth. He gave up a single, and then another single, and then two RBI double. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's two runs that he can't have, but he responds. K, K, ground out to second. I mean, top of the fifth. Walk, bunt, air, K, two RBI double, K, K. So maybe he gives up another run. So what are you talking about? Three runs here? Three? So he, he probably should have had two or three earned runs. So then he comes in the top of the sixth, and he knows it's his last inning, three straight strikeouts. I mean, look, you're going to have nice like that. Like, I, I, tell me you guys don't watch Major League Baseball without telling me you don't watch Major League Baseball. Like, this stuff happens all the time. Kentucky, like we talked about all week, is not a slouch of a team. Now, is it two back-to-back episodes or, or episodes? Outings, excuse me, for Paul Skeens that he got hit around a little bit? Yeah, okay. Well, guys, the weather's heating up outside. That's normally what happens when you get through this. I'm okay with Paul Skeens. What's his ERA, Zach? What's his e Find me Paul Skeens' ERA. Find me, Paul, please. Please find me Paul Skeens' ERA. Because, I mean, again, you're talking about a guy through six innings that of those of the 13 outs that he got were strikeouts. He's got to get – Thompson, with all due respect to Thompson, and we're going to talk glowingly about him in just a minute, because he's got to make that play, okay? 
let me tell you what I'm not saying, though, that Jordan Thompson needs to be pulled. Some of this is going to happen. Some of this is going to happen. The, the, the bunt situation, okay, he gives up three runs in six innings against the number 12 team. Okay, not great. Not, not exactly what you want. I get it. But, bro, put this up. Before today, it was 114. Zach, add four runs to it. Do four, do how many runs, earn runs he's given up, divided by how many innings he's pitched. He pitched six innings tonight. So, I mean, you, you get, you get here and I I mean, I I can't, this is what, this is what Jeff said. Jeff said it would go up to 158. I don't think that's, is that right? If he, if he's got a 158 ERA, I'm about, we're about to like legitimately, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. I I mean, you just you just run ruled <laughs> the number twelve team in the nation on a Friday night. Now again, let me mention this. Okay, when so I'm fine with Skeens. I don't know why people are worried about Skeens. Skeens is the least of my worries at the current moment. Okay, so that is what it is in and of itself. Offense was fantastic too. Okay, sometimes you're gonna give up. You're going to have to give up a little bit of defense, but LSU's still the eighth, top 15. Okay, after the air tonight, maybe, you know, we'll see. They're still a top 15 defense. They're not bad, guys. They're not bad. But, I mean, offensively, you went nuclear tonight. Okay, hit by pitch, ground out for Morgan, walk. By the way, teams are not going to walk Dylan Cruz anymore to get the Tommy Tanks. Okay, intentional walk for um, Dylan Cruz. And then a double in the left field for um, Tommy White. Beloso got hit by a pitch, single, um, right back up the middle. Joe Bear struck out. Thompson hits a grand slam. Malazzo strike out. Going to the going to the second. You have a lot of the same. Okay, Jones gets an RBI walk, and then Braden Joe Bear hits a grand slam in the second. In the third, you got Dugai walk. Morgan four six three, and with two outs. With two outs, this is what you did, okay? White would single back up the middle. Uh, Cruz got hit by a pitch. White would single back up the middle. Three RBI home run for K. Beloso. Zach, why you keep trashing K. Beloso is beyond me. Jones would walk, and Braden Jobert would strike out. I, I mean, a massive three innings after some have, you know, had questions, but really and truthfully the offense has not been bad the last three outings that you've had guys they scored eight runs what was the final score against south carolina zach nine run it was nine runs and then 11 against Tulane and 14 tonight guys your offense has kind of got been pretty hot in these last three games so i get that you got some injuries on the mound i get that gavin duga goes down tonight that is what that and I don't want to be pessimistic. I don't want to be pessimistic, but but I mean that's a massive hit, man. That's a massive hit. So uh, Oh my god. All right. Zach just said after tonight, after tonight. Paul Skeens, this is why I love having Zach here. God dog it. I'm trying to write this down, but and I love pencils, but this stupid pencil. Skeens would have a 1.69 ERA. Good job, Zach. 69, huh? Anyway, 10 unruns and earned runs in five, 53rd and one half and one third inning. Uh Paralu on Facebook says, Doogie, sad face emojis. 
Yeah, I, I don't, man. That just that stings. I mean, he's tied for second in, in, in with your in your program with home runs. He's hitting over three fifty. He's driving in runs. He's getting on base. He was playing a solid second base. This one stings. Now, if it's just a shoulder, right? If it's just a shoulder, he might be out. Well, how long was Tanks out, Zach? I mean, a week and a half. A, a week and a half. Now, he rolled around really bad, so it could be pretty bad. But if it's a shoulder, you know, we'll see. I just ho- I hope everything's okay with Doogie. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say on that part. That's the part that gets me the most. I, I mean, so Napolt, I'm assuming, will go to second. Ben Napolt would go to second. Um, I don't know who you would get to leave off. I, I mean, here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. Would you would you put Thompson up there? I mean, he has he has hit Ben in four games with four home runs. I, I mean, let, let's go let's go through what Thompson did tonight. Hold on, let's go through what Thompson did tonight. Thompson hit a grand slam in the first. He walked in the second. He flied out to center field in the fourth. He grounded out in the sixth. And then walked in the eighth. So, I mean... He's been really clutch too, man. He sees a lot of pitches. Maybe Trey Morgan. I mean, maybe, maybe Trey Morgan. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, let me bring this up. Brandon Graziano, my man, save my beard. Says Jay Johnson just said that the trainer or that the trainer said it was positive news. That's fantastic. Okay. All right. If that if that's good, then all right. He'll be out for a week. <laughs> Whoo! That's massive. Zach, I'll be I I I'll tell you. Uh I when he fell down, everybody said it was his ribs. I was like, man, I hope that's not a collarbone. I hope that's not a collarbone. That's the only thing I was really worried about. I wasn't worried about his ribs. That man, I mean, that build, that man's built like a tank. Just sometimes his shoulders get bad. Um, so massive night. First, second, third. I uh, did have a little struggles in, in, in the fourth and fifth, but then you turned it on in sixth and seventh. Um, and how about Alex Malazzo? You know, Zach and I talked about this. Was it Zach Monday? We talked about this on Monday. I asked Zach if if you if like personally if i was going to make a lineup change or lineup issue or or, or lineup discussion piece i should say it was alex malazzo to start tonight now he was what was he two two of five he didn't have a bad night i mean he had a 400 night and i will tell you for everything that we have said about alex malazzo at the plate and let's just be truthful for the first three years it was abysmal with him at the plate Jay Johnson has changed that young man's career. He has changed Alex Malazzo's career for the better. And I know that Brady Neal's good. Brady Neal's going to play. I would expect Brady Neal to play tomorrow, to be honest with you. With that being said, I, I, I mean, Alex Malazzo has not had a bad season at all. I mean, he's actually looked to me at the current moment. I don't know if you don't let Malazzo start with some of the struggles that Brady Neal's had um, as of late. Jay continues to talk about, though, wanting to have a left-handed bat in the lineup. That's why I'm saying I think that Malazzo will get and him will switch roles. Remember, Malazzo was starting during the midweek. And then Brady Neal would play the entire weekend to, for as for some extent, from some extent. Um, but Malazzo has not been bad. Now he got out the first the uh, the first two innings um, to end the innings. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been bad. Jeff asked about Kling's injury. Kling will be out a little minute. Kling's going to be out a little minute. Kling's been out. All right, couple comments. Uh, Stephen Perlow says, do you think Cruz is on a cold streak? I wouldn't call it a cold streak. Honest take, we all know what he's capable of. No, I don't th- I don't think that Dylan Cruz is on a, a cold streak. I, I mean, Stephen... He, two balls that he hit tonight in the center field probably in most parks are home runs. Alex Box is the biggest park that you will see in the SEC, and it plays big. So, I mean, he hit it out in, the, in 405. I mean, he hits that anywhere more into right center. Both of those balls are gone. Sometimes, like, and I'll give an example, like, there were some hits in the beginning of the season. He would hit a, a, a soft dribbler in between the, the five and six hole, and he would just, you know, the guys would get a bad reaction or was into a position where, you know, he could run it out and get an infield single. He's just coming down a little bit to earth. I mean, he's still walking a lot. He, I, I mean, we, I guess we can go through his night. Cruz intentionally walked. Uh, he flied out the first one that could have been a home run into center field. I think he did it. This he got hit by a pitch in the third. Um, in the fifth, he flew out. The one that actually should have been the, in the bomb was the one in the bottom of the fifth. Um, nope. Did he come up in the eighth? Yeah, he got walked, and then a pass ball, and he scored. So I mean, would we really call that a cold streak? I mean, maybe by his standards, I mean, maybe by his standards, I mean, he's not hitting over 500 anymore, but I mean, once he snaps out of it, I mean, guys, tomorrow, he could snap out of tomorrow. Now, I think if I'm not mistaken, now, I didn't go back. Uh, I think they're throwing Smith and Bozema um, uh, Friday, Saturday. So they got some dudes, but I, I mean, Tomorrow he can he could get out of this quote unquote slump. I, I I just I don't think that you would I don't think cold streak is the right wording to use here. Um just hitting it where they are, man. And he hit two balls tonight really hard. Really, really, really hard. Uh Lauren on YouTube, she says, Yes, making everything Skeens' fault is equivalent to all to always blaming Jane Daniels. When receivers don't catch balls, fumble fumbles, I don't get it. Yeah, Lauren, I agree with her. I agree with her there. Let me let me say this to her point because I want to add on to that because she's spot on there. I'm not uh, I, I I don't dislike or or like Tom Hart, the guy that called the game night. Either way, he he doesn't I don't feel good about him. I don't feel bad about him. But I will say, if you're being just a little bit, a little bit just non-biased, Tom Hart has said some things over the last couple years when he calls LSU games, and he's always taking pot shots at everybody. Small little end of windows and pot shots. It kind of seems like he sound, he, he he constantly sounds like a a a functioning alcoholic. Like, always making fun of things. Well, well, Skeens doesn't have his best stuff tonight. How many times does Tom Hart tonight have to say, Paul Skeens doesn't have his best stuff tonight? He only hit 101 three times tonight. What? (laughs) I mean, Paul Skeens legitimately legitimately all season no one on planet earth this year and the 2023 in the year of our lord has hit a paul skeens curveball y'all panic about too much man y'all panic about too much i don't know why y'all keep, why y'all panicking but 
he was he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Blaine Smith says two grand slams in one in one inning. It wasn't in one inning. It was in two innings. Um, he says unbelievable. But regardless, two grand slams in a game is unreal. Unreal. One thousand percent unreal. Shelton McBride says Neil Malazzo should depend on uh, wet whether lefty is on the mound f- for opponent. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But a right-hander went tonight and Malazzo started. So, I mean, the guy, the highs guy that they that Kentucky threw out there, I don't know. I really want to know what's up with their ace, Zach Lee, because if he's out, then that's a really big blow for them. But you're going to see two guys. So, let me read my notes. Uh, Darren Williams has a three... 3.31 ERA. Bozma has a 4.18 ERA. I mean, they can get hit a little bit, but it's not like they're awful. It's not like they're awful. Um. So, yeah. Tyler says Tom Hart is Gary Danielson. I, to me, man, he's worse. Like, y'all remember the Tom Hart? Uh, um, who was the OC last year under Orgeron again, Zach? Um. God, dog, why is his name slipping my mind? Those, Jake Peets. Jake Peets. I mean, remember that whole Jake Peets story where he's saying, oh, Coach Oates won't let me run this stuff. He, You know, he's like, well, well, Jake Peets says he can't even run his offense. Like, he stirred that whole crap storm. And then me and T-Bob got into it. And not into it. I love T-Bob, but... I mean, we we had words exchanged back and forth. I mean, it's exactly what he said. So, anyway. Um, Zach says, Kentucky relented game one to get the better pitching matchups in game two and three. I don't know about that, Zach, because he was a very late scratch, meaning Zach Smith or Zach Lee. I, I don't I don't know that. And then I say that because they're already moving their dudes a day up, right? So they hadn't been playing those Thursday, Friday, Saturday games to start off with. Like, so for an example, if a guy, if their Saturday guy has been pitching on Saturday the entire time, not only are you not moving them up one day to go to Friday in this series, wouldn't you be moving them up two days? I'm serious. I'm seriously asking. Like I, I'm, I'm seriously asking. You get what I'm saying? Because you're, I mean, you posted the meme. You wouldn't pitch tonight. Why wouldn't you pitching tonight? You got the the Gavin Dugas shoulder injury. You know, is that that's what's going on? Zach's got a shoulder injury, y'all. Gavin Dugas style. <laughs> Tyler, oh, here we go, says, let's be honest, Skeens didn't have command on his four seam that he usually does. Not saying I'm worried, just saying Kentucky may have caught a break tonight. I don't I don't know about that. I think that they're just a good team. Guys, you outside of tennis outside of Arkansas and South Carolina, I mean, you face really good hitting teams. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I mean, you just say face really good opponents. I mean, what? so he doesn't give up two runs in the second. Um, is it the second? Yeah. I mean, because he, top of three, K, fly out, K. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I'm not. He, he got. He, here's what. Here's what I think's going on with Skeens. We haven't seen anybody hit him like this. So now you're when somebody does, you get worried. Allison said you lost your train of thought. No, I didn't lose my train of thought. I, I'm trying to think. I was. I was trying to think of who was the best hitting team, and I mean. But Arkansas hit eight runs off of us with who, who came in? Was it wasn't in Helmers? No, it was Christian Little. 
it was Christian Little that came in against Arkansas, and then the wheels fell off. Kentucky, uh, Tennessee didn't do anything. South Carolina, the best hitting team you've seen so far. They, they touched him up a little bit, but he, he had eight strikeouts through three innings. I mean, nine, eight of his nine outs, you know, eight of his nine outs were legitimately strikeouts. So I, I think Kentucky might be the second best hitting team all around that you face. Again, guys, they're hitting 290. And, and look, even going into the, even going into this game tomorrow, so for me and Zach, I don't know how you guys feel over at TA. Um, did y'all? I, I don't. I don't know how y'all feel. But if y'all thought that they touched up on Paul Skeens a little bit, what you think they're going to do tomorrow to Ty Floyd? So, listen. It's a. Gr it's great and fantastic that you got the win tonight. It sucks that Gavin do guys out. But what you think that a team that potentially on the number one overall pick in the MLB draft. I mean, guys, they're, they're loaded with 21, 21 senior or 21 uh, dudes that are three years or been in the program or in college baseball for three years or more. Jeff says, so now Skeens is just a mere mortal damn the bad luck. <laughs> true that's true that's very 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 true golly it's a great win tonight i mean you just gotta worry that for tomorrow's sake that ty floyd can come out there and do some good things and you got your offense is gonna have to prevail for you your offense is going to have to prevail for you the next two days now weather's weather might be an issue you might get some rain here and there. Obviously, we'll all monitor that. But on the same token, on that same token, I, I, I'm going to flip that, flip it over, and just say, I, I think you could. I think now you you feel good that you could touch this team up because they already threw some guys out of the pen, and and some of those dudes weren't slouches. I mean, they some of the dudes that came out of the pen are not are are not bad at all. Like, they threw some of their dudes. So, when you throw some of your dudes, some of those guys aren't going to come back in this series. Maybe Sunday. Maybe Sunday. But we'll have to see how Ty Floyd does. But your offense is going to have to – is literally going to have to pick up exactly where it left off. Exactly where it let off. Or left off. So, uh, Ty Floyd to work his junk has to work his junk. Oh, okay. My bad. I missed a word. Tyler says Ty Floyd has to work his junk. Hopefully, he can go long and keep Herring for day three. Well, I think I think Griffin Herring's going to start. I mean, did Jay announce that? I think he said TBD, right? Didn't Jay say TBD on Sunday? I mean, I mean Saturday. So if it's TBD, I don't know. Griffin Harry might be on Sunday. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Allison Masters says, "Great show. Love listening to you. Thank you for having us. We love having you in here with us." Anthony B. Saint says, "Who will be the starter Sunday for LSU? Well, Saturday because you know Thursday tonight, whatever." Um, do you think Zach gets Griffin Herring? It's either going to be, in my opinion, in my opinion, I don't know this. It's going to be either hearing because of what Jay said in his press conference. So the other day, Jay came out of his press conference and said that Griffin is really close from us starting him in game three. So if that is true and the case, either that's going to happen or what they tried to, that what they were going to do last this past Saturday and what they've been doing during the midweek. And they're going to just rotate it in and out. Dudes are going to have to come in. I mean, I don't think Riley Cooper throws tomorrow. Okay. But I think Riley Cooper is going to throw Sunday. I mean, Saturday. Why do I keep confusing that? He's going to throw if you need him. Um, I would expect Dutton. I would expect um, pretty much everybody else that you have at this point. 
outside of Bucknum and outside of maybe Helmers. I mean, you might have to go to Helmers, man. Gidry. Um, I think Gavin Gidry's going to go tomorrow, if I had to assume. I think Gavin Gidry will go tomorrow. I think if this would be my, my assumption. Now, I, look, it all depends on how the game goes. But if everything goes the way that you want it to, I would fully assume that Gavin Gidry would be the first guy out of the pen. That would be my assumption. And if it is him and he does look as good as he did this, this past weekend against South Carolina, I'm down with that, dog. That dude's got some that dude's got some filthy stuff. But don't panic on Ty Floyd. Ty Floyd is the most inconsistently inconsistent or consistently inconsistent human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> he plays the hokey pokey with how good he is. I'm really good, then I'm really not, and I'm really good, then I shake it all about. I make Jay do the hokey pokey, and he turns himself around. You better get this guy out. That was a nice rhyme, wasn't it, Zach? That was a nice rhyme. Uh-huh. You know what they used to call me in high school, huh, Zachy? Blakey Bars. Because my flow was so sick. My flow was so sick. Eric says, Blake, I'm like 25 minutes behind the podcast coming home from the game. No one could have caught that ground ball that went to Jordan. It bounced up badly on that last hop before his glove. I don't know, man. They showed the replay, dog. They showed the replay a couple times on, on air. I don't know about that. Zach, do you think he should have made that play? I mean, I thought so too. I thought so too. Especially when they showed the replay the way that they did. I don't disagree with Eric. Anyway, uh, Allison says, drop them bars. Man. Man. Y'all want me to drop some bars? Snickers. I did have some bars. And you lost me? What you mean? What you mean by we lost you, kitty cat? It was good at the beginning, and then, then he started bragging. And just, nah. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, Shelton says, first out of pen depends on how long Floyd can last. Yeah, very true. Like I said, like I said. It depends on how the game goes tomorrow. I don't. You don't know that. You don't know how that goes. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Stephen Young says Mulkey figured out how to way to win a national title against all odds. Was it really against all odds though? I don't know if it's against all odds. I mean, they were still the sixth, uh, the fourth best team to win a national championship. When betting opened for the final or betting opened up for the tournament. I don't know if I'd say all odds, but I, I get what you're saying, Steven. I get what you're saying. Tyler says layoff of Thompson. The dude is fire at the plate. Yeah, I, I don't get the Jordan Thompson hate. Like I, I really, I really, really just don't understand the Thompson hate. I, 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 I get, I understand that. You some may believe he needs to make that play. I am one of them on this, but man, I mean, come on. My dude's homer in four straight games, hit a grand slam tonight, was it's just a really good overall player. Man, he's gonna get drafted. Like he has eligibility to come back next season, and he might not do that because he's gonna get drafted pretty high, I would think. And I say hi, I mean, I would think he'd be a fourth, fifth round pick, wouldn't you, Zach? I mean, I don't, the kid's hitting 300. He might hit double digit home runs this season. Like, I mean, I, I just don't, 
I, I just don't get the Jordan Thompson hate. If if you if you want to hate on him, and then he goes out there in four straight games, hits four home runs, and hits a grand slam. He's been really solid. I mean, when people forget against South Carolina what he did, and then they forget about this past midweek against Tulane. They forget about what happened on Saturday when he hit an absolute tank. An outright tank. Come on, man. He's been very clutch for you at the plate. I get that you hate that some of you hate that his defense has has struggled at times. I I, I like I do understand that, but at, at what point? I mean, at what point are we going to sit here and be like, okay, well, you're going to have to live with a little bit of that? There, LSU still a top ten rated defensive team in the country. You're a top ten defensive team in the country. I, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get it. So you're top ten in the country in every single metric. You're top ten in the country in every single metric. RBIs, hits, runs, walks, hit by pitch, uh, uh, K's, maybe not ERA, maybe not ERA, but I, I mean, just makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me. All right. I got about nine minutes or so, eight minutes or so. Um, let me go on this little rant. First off, first off, let me um, say this. Um, some of you, this, you won't get this and you won't know who these people are. Um, let me say to coach Jeff Tajan, Franklin high school, uh, he is calling it a, a, uh, a career, uh, at Franklinton high school. He's been the head baseball coach there for 35 years. Um, an absolute legend. Coach Jeff Tajan is the reason I love baseball. Guys, where else in any other state in the country can I fire up a podcast and do a show 700 episodes in and talk about baseball for an hour and we're all here. You're all chatting in the comments. Where I love baseball started with Coach Jeff Tajan. And, uh, you know, <laughs> he would pick me up and he'd take me to Southeastern baseball games. He taught me everything I knew. Everything I know and contribute is to what that man taught me. Life lessons, um, what to do and not to do as a man. I mean, he was like a second father to me. So he'd bring his kids somewhere. I'd tag right, right along with him. So, Coach T, congratulations on your retirement. I hope that it is filled with seeing your grandbaby every day. And I hope it's filled with great laughter and great joy. You, It has been an honor to call you not just only a coach, but my uncle. Um, you're an outright legend. And I know because of your humble nature, you won't say that you are. Coach, you're a legend. All right. All right. Coach T, baby. Coach T. The man, the myth, the legend. No better high school baseball coach in the country, in my opinion. No better coach in the country. No better coach in the country than Coach Jeff Tajon. There, there is none. There just isn't none. So, like John says, there's, uh, baseball at Franklin's always been great. Absolutely, it's been. John Butler says, congratulations, Coach, and go Demons. A living legend, man. An outright living legend. Nobody's better than Coach T. I could tell you stories and stories and stories. 
You know, he he was coaching his sons in Little League, and I was on the opposite team, and, you know, they were on Johnny's Sports Shop, and I, every game, my mom, her, who, my mom, who coached T as her, as her brother, um, we went to every single Franklinton baseball game of the high school, every one of them. Every single one of them. We didn't miss one. Never. Oh, and I might add, if you do, if you guys in the chat will allow me one more second, Clay Tajon's next. <laughs> Don't make me come on a podcast that reaches a half million people a month and openly rip anybody. If Clay Tajon's next, you're not your next head coach at Franklin High School. My grandfather was the head coach of Franklin High School, Demon Baseball. My uncle was. You better give it to Clay. All right. Let, let me end this here, uh, Zach. I'm going to put this back up very quickly. Last night, I got ripped alive on this, Zachy. I got ripped alive on this. Best LSU athletes of all time. People are mad at me, Zach, because I did not put Mondo Duplantis. I got that. I got it. People were mad at me. I didn't have any track people up there. I'm with you. I got it. People are mad at me that I put Tyron Matthew too high. I don't like anybody saying that. Okay, I get it. I am not on this show going to allow not now or ever any Joe Burrow slander in its existence. I don't think people fully understand what Joe Burrow has done at LSU. Of all positions in all of sport, the quarterback is the biggest of them. It is the pinnacle. It is the creme de la creme. It is the filet mignon of steaks. It are ribeye of steaks. It is that tomahawk that you get on special occasions. It is the Pappy Van Winkle whiskey. The pinnacle of LSU athletes, not athleticism, is Joe Burrow. The greatest athlete of, I mean, the greatest team of all time was led by maybe and arguably the best college quarterback we've ever seen. Some of y'all need to ask Jesus for forgiveness on any Joe Burrow slander that you may have had. And also with that, you can go to Rudy Pooh Lane and kick rocks. We're not allowing it here. Not now, not ever. P correct. P uh, David Bradfield says, how did you put Tyra Matthew too high? He the game so many times. He the game so many times. Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew, for people ripping me on putting Tyron Matthew fourth behind Shaq and Pete Maravich. He led you to a national title. Down against Arkansas, bang, punt return. Georgia, two of them, bang, bang. You're back in it. He generated in two years, two years, 29 turnovers. Name another Tyron Matthew in college football's existence. I will wait. I will wait. There has never, and I mean ever, been a, a human being have a better defensive two years, really, 
than Tyron Matthew did. No one on name them, name them, name them. You can say Charles Woodson won a Heisman all the live long day. Charles Heisman, Charles Heisman, Charles Woodson did not do what Tyron Matthew did. So you can get on to me about Burrow and, and, and look, everybody's saying Pete Maravich, Pete Maravich, Pete Maravich. Guys, I don't hate Pete Maravich. What are you talking about? Didn't win a natty in the 44 points a game he was scoring, though, did he? The ultimate thing is you have a athlete that made a football team. We're in, football. The greatest of all time. He, Tom Brady did he Michael Jordan it. What are you talking about? All right. Zachy, you got anything? You got anything? No, I'm trying to come up with my own. What do you mean? List? Yeah. All right, there's one list, one guy I left off my list. Now, you better put Mondu Duplantis in there. Take Simone Gustus off. What about what about uh, Lolo Jones? Lolo Jones ain't Simone Augustus. No, no. She's not Simone. She's not Simone Augustus. Then leave she's Simone Augustus, Augustus on there. I agree with you Find there. someone that you want to take off of mine, like Jefferson and Chase. Put mine dude to plan us for crying out loud. I don't care. Okay? You better put Chad Jones in there. That's where I messed up. Chad Jones, deserve, he's a national championship, first-team All-American safety. And, he, played, he, played, he played baseball. Too. And he played baseball at a very high level. A really good closer. Really good closer. So, don't yeah, be like me. I see where you're going there. Don't be like me and don't put Chad Jones in there. Put Chad Good Jones point. in there. That's like Bo Nix. I mean, Bo Nix. That's like Bo Jackson, dude. When people, when people ask me, Zach, outside of LeBron, okay, for just a second, when people ask me who's the best athlete of all time, I tell them Bo Jackson. Played two sports. At a high level. At a high level. He would sit at the wall and throw dudes out at third in right field. Anyway, you worried about Skeens? Not at all. Okay, Not you worried about Thompson? No. Are you – what are you worried about, bullpen? Duga? Yes. I'm very worried about the bullpen. Uh, I am a little concerned about Duga. I don't – when I saw it, I didn't think it was – I mean, it looked bad, but then, like, him getting up and walking off, I was like, eh, I feel confident. Even not knowing anything, I was like, I feel confident he's going to be okay. It yeah. may be a week, but we'll see. I'd take that. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it too. I'll take after that. This, after this season and getting <laughs> hey, 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 uh, the Balcony Bengals. Uh-oh. Go to their Twitter. Pull pull oh up gosh. their tweet. My guys say, let's see. Go to uh, the Balcony Bengals for me. Are you, you want me to pull it up on here? Yeah, I want you to pull it up on here. Tell, Hey, right, text them right now and tell them they're getting free pub. What do they say? Do I need to pull Balcony it up? Balcony Bengals. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. All right, hold on. I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. All right. Hurry up. Oh, hurry God. up. You're taking God. forever. Let me blow it up a little uh, bit. Anthony Beat said says, it's like announcer said they was not supporting the shoulder. But Jay, uh, Jay said it was a shoulder. All right. Zoom in. C control plus. Control plus. Yeah. Maybe so you can hilarious. just click the photo, right? Yeah. 
All right, text them. Tell them. This tell them I great. said we said this. They said greatest LSU athletes. Number one, Jordan Jefferson. Number two, Jared Lee. Number three, Jake Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Jonathan Giles. God bless it. Number five, Ben Simmons. Number six, Adam Miller. Adam <laughs> Miller makes the list. Oh, um, number seven, Hal Hughes. Hal Hughes. Number eight, Brandon Harris. Number nine, Eric Gilbert. Number ten, T. Bob. Oh my God, that's just. I, I think okay. I want to see because I actually sent you know I sent some in the group today. Uh, let's see. I had a few of these. I sent like four of them. Number one, Miles Brennan. Number two, Eric Gilbert. Number three, Eli Ricks. Number four, Benson. I didn't finish after that. That's hilarious. This is great. That's funny. That's freaking funny. Yeah. I, I mean, are they maybe I'm like making fun you. of me a little? Maybe. Maybe. No, they're, they're just being stupid. That's awesome. But Jordan Jefferson, Jarrett Lee, I'm Jake Slaughter, you. Jonathan Giles, Ben Simmons, Adam Miller, how use <laughs> Brandon Harris, Eric Gilbert, T Bob A Bear. Our buddies over here at the uh the balcony Bengals. All right. We'll see you. Actually, I won't see y'all tomorrow. I'm going to the beach. It's that time of year, boy. I'm going to the beach. Going to go see my wife in a thong bikini. All right. And I'm going to be playing show. the drums on those boobies. Bloom, 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 bloom. Well, you have fun with that. Oh, I am. Thank you. <laughs> I am. Thank you. It's going to be tons of fun. Am I making you feel uncomfortable? Uh, just a lot. All right, guys. I am Zach Lee. This is uh, Black <laughs> All right. Later, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.